0: for your sake. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God, under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. I don't want to be here when that flame and down.
1: Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus this is Pastor Dana and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today January 14th, 2015, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio broadcast. Coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of doublewidenetwork.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Islam, Spirit and Religion of the Antichrist. But before we get started, let's pray. Dear Lord God, we humbly come before your throne today and we ask that you would build a hedge of protection around each and every one of us, wherever we are this day, Lord. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the sacrifice that you made upon the cross of Calvary by the shedding of your precious and holy blood for the remission of our sins. And Lord Jesus, we ask that you would just be with us at this time and send your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would have your way in this service today. And this broadcast. And Lord, we ask that you would build a hedge of protection around each word that is spoken. Let it be done in the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being here and guiding us and leading us into all truth and righteousness. And we command in the name of Jesus Christ, through the power, the blood, and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God. That every foul spirit, every hindering spirit, every spirit of lust, control, and pride, and wickedness, and demonic activity, and antichrist, and lying and deceiving spirits, be bound this very hour in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it, and we plead the blood of Jesus against you. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. Wow, what a commanding title that the one and only true and living God has chosen for our broadcast today, Islam, Spirit and Religion of the Antichrist. Now that the Lord has your attention— Let us begin. First on the agenda is to break down the meaning of this totally heart-stopping and breathtaking title that the Lord God has bestowed upon the show for today, which there again is Islam, Spirit, and Religion of the Antichrist. To begin with, for those of you who are taking notes... The word Islam means submission, which can mean to surrender or to admit defeat, which is precisely the hope and thinking of the demonically charged, pain enforcers of Islam, who would love nothing more than to be the enforcers of submission or Islam to an entire world of those who would surrender and submit to the so-called law of Allah, which by the way, is exactly what the word Muslim means. One who surrenders and submits to the law of Allah, which in reality translates to the simple phrase of those who have been deceived and defeated by Satan through the false belief system known as Islam. Moving on, the word spirit means power and the word religion means law. And last but in no way least, The word Antichrist means, firstly, just what it says. Anti means against or opposed to. The word Christ from the ancient Greek means anointed, chosen, or ordained, and is best known to most as a title of Jesus, who is the Christ, and the one and only begotten Son of the one and only true and living God, of whom before the foundation of this present world was ever laid, anointed his one and only begotten son by way of his Holy Spirit to spread the good news and gospel, also known as the word of God, as presented in what is called the Bible. This same Jesus is he who was sent by God to be the Lord, master, and only savior and redeemer of all who will receive him as such, who have been held captive by sin. Which makes Jesus as well, he who is called and known as the Messiah of God, which means the promised Savior or Redeemer of God, and is where the title of Messiah or the Anointed One of God has from the very beginning been given to the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ. Of whom did I mention is the one and only begotten Son, of the one and only true and living God, who is the creator of heaven, earth, and is as well the creator and God of Israel? For Allah has no Son, so says the Quran. With that said, the word Antichrist means just what it says and is in reference to all who operate under the influence of a force, or in other words, a spirit, that is against the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who is Jesus Christ. There will as well, one day soon and very soon, be a leader who will arise on the world scene that the one and only true and living God will allow to become fully empowered "...by the spirit of Satan, which will bring into existence a man that will be Satan personified, or in other words, Satan in the flesh, who is he that the Bible calls the man of sin and sports the sidekick of the one who the Bible has so named the false prophet." All of which is the premise for what can only be labeled as a counterfeit of the Trinity of God, which is made up of the one and only true and living God, who is a spirit, his one and only begotten son, who is the man known as Jesus Christ, who is the embodiment of the spirit of God, and is what grants him, Jesus Christ, that is, the title of God in the flesh. He was fully man, and he is fully God. The third person of the Trinity of God is he who God the Father sent on the day of Pentecost, or the 50th day after Jesus returned to heaven, to dwell upon the earth with and in men, To operate in the form of the one who is called the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, and who tirelessly works in many other areas and ways in the lives of mankind and is additionally known as the Restraining Spirit upon the face of the earth, even here in the hour in which we now find ourselves living, who at this moment is holding back the full forces of evil, and is known as God's Holy Spirit. Versus the unholy trinity of Satan, which is made up of Satan, who is the devil, which can be translated as an evil spirit, an evil and demonic spirit, shall we say, who is at the same time known as the accuser of those who are believers in the one and only true and living God and his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ. Satan is as well known as the adversary of God. The second person of the unholy counterfeit trinity is the man of sin, who is also widely known as the beast, the Antichrist. And with him is the third person of the satanic trinity being the false prophet. My friends we here on the 14th day of the year called 2015 are living in very perilous and dangerous times. As the Lord God said that we would be just before the return of the Lord and only Savior Jesus Christ in what is called the rapture or the catching away of the saints and is outlined in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, where the Apostle Paul begins by saying, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, trucebreakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, the word of God says, turn away. My friends, the power of God is the Holy Spirit, which will not be found at work in any false religion. So if you and those whom you practice the belief system that you are involved with, do not walk in the power and anointing and demonstration of the one and only true and living God's Holy Spirit, as the word of God commands us to. My friends, it would be in your best interest to do as the scripture just said, of which is to turn away from it. For in the end, it will only bring death and not eternal life. Now, with that said, on the very same day we were all here last week celebrating the return of Streams in the Desert Live to the digital airwaves, that would have been on Wednesday, January 7th, 2015, in Paris, France, 12 people were murdered where they were gunned down in broad daylight. Some in their offices and officers on the street, along with 11 others who were wounded and that was only day one. Then on Thursday, January 8th, the one, one of the terrorists shot and killed a female officer and shot and wounded a jogger, there again on the streets of Paris. And that was it for day two. But on Friday, January 9th, two of the terrorists targeted a print shop, and took a hostage. At the very same time, the third terrorist targeted a Jewish kosher market and killed four of his Jewish hostages before all three terrorists were simultaneously bombarded by police and killed. Shortly after that, it was announced that the terrorists from the Jewish market shooting site, before being killed, had called to have a terrorist sleeper cell in Paris, Activated. Now, everybody in the Western world, from Paris to New York and everywhere in between, is on pins and needles wondering what's next. By the time Sunday, January 11th, my favorite number, 11, January 11th, 2015, had arrived, we found 1.5 to 3.7 million people ready for the so-called Paris Unity Rally, which had somehow been organized on a very short notice for the streets of Paris, complete with world leaders such as presidents, prime ministers, and even kings and queens heading, headlining the, the rally from all over the world, from places such as the UK, Turkey, Israel, Jordan, Italy, Spain, UK, the Ukraine, Russia, Germany, and representatives from the African nations, as well as the so-called president of the Palestinian people, along with the Arab League, as well as NATO. But no representative was noted from the U.S. who basically claimed yesterday in the White House briefing that they didn't get the memo. Oh, I mean the call. My friends, sometimes things are not always as they appear. You know, it has been said many, many, many times, America does not really show up per se by name in end-time prophecy. Now, with that said, there are just a few very disturbing aspects to this world rally that was to display a world coming together as one to exhibit the fact according to those who were interviewed at the rally in their own words stated that they are not afraid of the terrorist and they will not allow their freedoms of speech to be squelched in. by and by attending the unity rally were in their minds and all with one voice proclaiming their defiance towards the terrorist and terrorism you know, my friends, I thought that's why people came to America, because we have freedom of speech. I'm really not getting that, you know. And another thing that I really uh, could not um, really wrap my head around was out of They're saying that there was 3.7 million people there. There was never a skirmish in the street. Everybody was happy. Everybody was peaceful. Everybody had the same message, all one voice. We're just here for peace and to tell the terrorists that could chop our heads off that we're not afraid of you. Well, you know what I say to that? I say, on that note, my friends, we will see just what may be going on behind the scenes, prophetically speaking, when we return to our show titled, Islam, Spirit and Religion of the Antichrist, right after this.
0: Make a way for, make a way for, make a way for the King. He is coming
1: see if I can get this right. That was the Newsboys with the King is Coming from God's Not Dead. And for all of you who love God's Not Dead, they're going to bring out a new movie this year. So we'll just kind of have to wait and see what happens. But the thing is, is uh, the Newsboys have a new song and it's going to be in the movie. It's called We Believe. And um, let's see. Also, uh, the movie's called Do You Believe? So we'll just have to wait and see how that one turns out. Okay. Ah, And on that note, I'm loving that song. Mm-mm-mm. My friends, meanwhile, while the year of 2015 on God's calendar is a year of rest and Shemitah, or release, let us not forget that it is as well a year that the Lord God has mandated to be a year of judgment. This judgment is going to be doled out on every level from personal to national to international. The Lord is once again sounding for the third time in 21 years, or for the last three now Shemitah years, which have fallen in the years of 2000 to 2001, 2007 to 2008, and 2014 to 2015. An alarm. Or in other words, a wake-up call to the unbelieving world at large and the sleeping Christians. This wake-up call, my friends, includes the fact that you will begin to see in this year of 2015 the judgment of the nations that the Lord God speaks of in his word that are to take place during the closing moments of this world as we know it begin to intensify such as never before. And that you can be sure of, my friends, for you have his word on it, of which can be found in places such as Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 49 and 50, where Moses is describing the curses that will befall the children of Israel if they refuse to be obedient unto the one and only true and living God and turn away from him to follow false gods when he states that the Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the ends of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand, a nation of fierce continents which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. Remember, my friends, that as it is for Israel, so is it for America, and the world at large. In the scriptures just shared, we see a people from a faraway land who come with a not so prevalent language, who are bent on bringing death and destruction, who are a seemingly merciless band of hithen, which in more ways than not describes those who are given to the brutal, bloodthirsty, demonic terrorist and terrorism's, as those we are beginning to see in the likes of ISIS and Al-Qaeda, among others, today, whose warped ideology is to literally recap or recreate the Islamic Caliphate, which is a form of Islamic government in preparation for their soon-coming Mahdi, who is reported to be a so-called Islamic political leader, and the redeemer of Islam, who will rule for seven to somewhere up to nineteen years. Uh, the Islamic people really can't decide which number's right. So it went from seven to nineteen years before the before the Judgment Day, uh, before the Islamic Judgment Day appears of which provides to be a great segue to our next set of scriptures found in Daniel 8.23-25, through 25, which begin by saying, And in the latter time of their kingdom, my friends, think about that, in the almost closing of their kingdom, that could apply to any nation upon the earth, especially Israel and America. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentence shall stand up. And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully and shall prosper and practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. And through his policy, although he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hands. My friends, we are, we are approaching this time. And no, my friends, this is not Obama. This is the Antichrist. Because it says that he will go up against the prince of princes, and he shall be broken without hands. And the prince of princes, my friends, is Jesus Christ at the end of the seven-year period of tribulation where the false prophet and the Antichrist, are cast alive into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, as the word of God plainly, in those words, states. My friends, these scriptures are in direct reference to the soon-coming man of sin, beast of Revelation chapter 13, or as he is more widely known as the Antichrist, who will rule and reign over the entire earth, Are you hearing me? Who will rule and reign over the entire earth for a period of 42 months or three and a half years during the time that is called the time of great tribulation. As well as the time of Jacob's or Israel's trouble, of which said people will be subject to the tyrannical rule and reign of the Antichrist and at the same time, the outpouring of the wrath of the one and only true and living God of Israel. Here's a little side note for you. The word Babylon not only represents the ancient Babylonian empire, most notable for its Tower of Babel, which I seem to be seeing rebuilt this past weekend with 3.7 million people at a rally. Babylon as well represents any nation of people who are in direct disobedience to the one and only true and living God who says in his own words that we are not to put any gods before him. He furthermore requires all who will enter into eternal life to surrender their life and will in the land of the living to his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ, of whom God has appointed heir to the throne of David and has made to be the only savior of the world. When people of any nation place their trust in self, pride, wealth, wickedness, and the worship of false gods, such as we see happening around the world in which we now find ourselves living in, due to the fact that for many generations now since at least the 60s, parents, for the most part, have not taught the next generation to love, respect, or have faith in the one and only true and living God and his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, who has been made Savior to all who will receive him. For he and he alone holds the key to life everlasting, or in other words, my friends, eternal life. The Lord will only allow this type of behavior for a period of time before the sins that have mounted to heaven from these generations implode and explode into and onto the current culture of the time period which brings us to the year of 2015 where our young people are lying cheating stealing dying being killed and are killing others including their very own families in numbers that have never been seen in history The same are those who are being recruited by the spirit and power of Satan to become entangled in the web of such things as terrorist activity, pornography, child molestation, murder, drugs, alcohol, gang life, suicide, and the the adherence of satanically charged and inspired antichrist religions throughout the world who become no more than a slave to a dead false god that was concocted from a reprobate mind long, long ago of who is now licking the flames of hell, awaiting their appointed time at the great white throne judgment day of the one and only true and living God who will one day be handing out their death sentence, which consists of eternal damnation to forever be lived out in the lake of fire where the Antichrist, false prophet, Satan, his evil angels and demons, and all those throughout the history of this present world who chose to reject the love of God and the redemption which was extended in the form of a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ, and is the same who went to the cross of Calvary to shed his precious and holy blood once and for all, for all mankind, as a covering for their sin. In Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 7, the Lord God reminds us that what he has said from the beginning, he means forever. When Moses begins by stating that, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, or sin, my friends, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth, thou shalt not bow, thou, bow, bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. My friends, back on July 14, 2013, a pastor down in Alabama, USA, Was given a message from the Lord God, which was 600 days, a span of time to preach the gospel of Christ, or the Lord Jesus Christ. When he counted the days from the 14th day of July 2013 forward, the end date is set for March 5th, 2015 of which by no coincidence falls on the biblical day of the celebration of Purim, which is recorded in the pages of the book of Esther. Purim is historically the record of a day that was meant for the extermination of the Jews. But due to the faithfulness of Esther's cousin Mordecai, and both of their prayers and fasting, and to the one and only true and living God, who is he that keeps Israel, who neither slumber or sleep, granted them a way of escape. So, my friends, we will need to be keeping our spiritual eyes and ears tuned in to see prophetically and hear spiritually just what is slated to take place during this very important time. Purim, for me, over the years, has been a very important time as well. As a few years before the Persian Gulf War, which took place in Iraq beginning in 2003 and ending in 2011, came before it became a reality, the Lord God spoke to me and told me that it would begin on Purim, and that it did, my friends. It began on Purim, March 19th. 2003 What I didn't realize until a few more years had passed is the astonishing fact That the first Gulf War fought in Iraq that began in 1990 and ended in 1991 Ended on February 28th 1991 on the day of Purim So in other words the Gulf War that had ended on Purim, February 28, 1991, and a continuation of that same war, which would be referring to the Persian Gulf War that began in 2003, or shall we say resumed, resumed on Purim. The Lord God has perfect timing and everything is done at a specific time for a specific reason in just the right season, as outlined in the word of the Lord God in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through eleven, where King Solomon begins by saying to everything there is a season and a time, to every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to win, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. What profit has he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God has given unto the sons of men to be exercised in. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Just one more little side note about March 5th, 2015. The day of Purim. The last day of the 600 days that the Lord God spoke to the pastor in Alabama about a time span to preach the gospel. Will it possibly be the day that either some type of peace treaty, or the rebuilding of the third temple may begin, or both? That most certainly would signify the beginning of the end, my friends. Only time will tell just what the Lord has planned, but we do know that it will, in the end, just as Purim did Turn out to be something that is victorious For it is said in Jeremiah twenty nine ten through 13 For thus saith the Lord That after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon I will visit you and perform my good word towards you In causing you to return to this place For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken or listen unto you. And ye shall seek me, says the Lord God, and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. And that verse is for everyone who will ever hear this broadcast. My friends, the Lord God outlines a series of events in his word that are soon and very soon to take place that lead to the total destruction of the world as we now find ourselves living in with all of its sin, murder, and corruption. The only question is, in the very near future, when the last trump of God sounds, and the Lord Jesus Christ appears in the eastern skies, only to be seen by those who are praying, ready, watching, and waiting for his imminent and unexpected to the unbelieving world at large, return in the rapture to whisk away his bride, or you take your last breath in the land of the living, in the moment after either takes place, no matter which one comes first for you, where will you find yourself? If you take your last breath before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ in the rapture, in the moment after taking it, Where will you find yourself? Will it be in paradise with all those who have gone on before you, who have lived a life dedicated unto the Lord and only Savior, who is Jesus Christ, who will as well be the first to meet and greet you there? Or will you find yourself thrust into outer darkness Where there is gnashing of teeth in the place of torment, known as hell. Which is only a stopover until the day of the great white throne judgment of God, which is outlined in his word. Where you would then be forever cast into the lake of fire. Or yet again, if the Lord comes in the rapture before you take your last breath, will your spirit rise off the face of this planet to meet him in the air, to forever be with him? Or will you be left behind upon the face of this earth to believe the lie of the Antichrist and face the wrath of God, which will be poured out in full measure during the time of the Great Tribulation? And in the end of all things, find yourself forever cast into the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, where your only company will be Satan, his Antichrist, the false prophet, and all since the beginning of time who chose death rather than eternal life, that can only be obtained by a personal relationship in good standing with the only Savior of all mankind, who is Jesus Christ. You know, before I came to do the show today, I was reading the Koran. Now, I thought I would never be saying that. But I was looking something up because I had heard that it was in there. I had to see it. And you know, I made mention of the fact that Allah has no son. You know, God, the one and only true and living God, sent his one and only begotten Son out of eternity past to be in our present, to take away our sins, to cover them with his precious and holy blood, to be the last sacrificial lamb that Israel or anybody else upon the face of this earth who would ever live would ever need. All you got to do is call on the name of Jesus. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and then begin to walk in the statutes and commandments of the Lord God that are not grievous, my friends. The Lord God says his word is not grievous, and his commands and statutes and commands are not grievous. We can do them. You know, uh, it's said in the Koran that Allah has not begat and is not begotten. They're trying to say that he's eternal. And they also made the mistake of saying that he has no son. If they really wanted to try to pull it off to have a lot more people believe it, once they know the truth, they might have added that in. But, you know, they couldn't. Because the one and only true and living God would never allow it. You will always find out that every false religion will not stack up to that of a personal relationship with the one and only true and living God and his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, my friends. Concerning the just stated depictions and their biblical validity, the word of the Lord God tells us, in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, for all of you who are sitting out there right now discussing the fact that you don't believe in the rapture or the catching away of the saints because of all the ills that have gone on throughout history, my friends. It didn't just start in 2012, you know. It's been going on forever. But that is a plan of Satan, to try to confound or confuse people. But you will never be confused if you stick with the word of the one and only true and living God It is very straightforward Very understandable The Lord God himself says That it is easy enough to understand That a child Can receive it And understand it Now I just want to tell you something Just before I go into these scriptures That is not so for the Quran That is a bunch of mumbo jumbo That didn't even connect to anything Or make any sense 99 and 9% Percents of the time, you know what, I wouldn't even read it as a novel Because there is no rhyme or reason to it But I will search it for the lies So that I can offset it with the true and living God's word And promises to all that want to receive eternal life And not eternal damnation Meanwhile, back at First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, where the Lord God gives us the words concerning, from his mouth, the rapture or the catching away of the saints. It's not a fairy tale, my friends. It says, as Paul speaks, "...but I would not have you to be ignorant." My friends, the word ignorant means without understanding. And when you're not saying you're believing in the rapture, it's because you don't have any understanding of it. Paul says, I, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. In other words, those who don't believe in the rapture, my friends. For if we believe, here's the key that turns the lock, my friends, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you, Paul said, not by our own word. The scripture says, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep or who have passed on, in other words, my friends, before us. For the Lord himself, the scripture says, shall descend from heaven. Can you understand that so far? The Lord himself, Jesus Christ, shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ Shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to beat the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. You got it? Wherefore, the Lord God says to Paul through Paul, comfort one another with these words. My friends, these are fabulous words. We know we're waiting for something. We're not waiting for the dude who's a dead entity that has no son. We're waiting for the son uh, that's going to rise in the east and give us eternal life. In John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, the word of God speaks to the fact that Jesus is the only way to salvation. That Jesus is the only Savior. Jesus himself states that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten. My friends, you remember old Allah over there, he he hasn't begat anything? Well that's true. And you know what really was hilarious when I decided I was gonna look the word up? It says begat. Uh, It means, you know, to bring forth a child, which usually applies to a woman, but, you know, it's, in other words, become a father. But it also applies to bringing anything into existence. So Allah's telling us he's never brought anything into existence, not even a child or anything else that we see upon the face of this earth. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son... That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him who is Jesus Christ might be saved, says the word of God. The reason it says might be saved is because you have a free will from God also. You're not, no one's standing in front of you with the AK-47. You better believe in Jesus Christ or you're going to die. Okay? You have a free will to choose eternal life over eternal damnation. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him who is Jesus Christ might be saved. You make your own decision. In other words, my friends, you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to the lake of fire. Verse 18 says, he that believeth on him who is Jesus Christ, the word of God says, is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Wow, I would say that that was 99 and nine-tenths of percent of this world from what I can see. He that believeth on him who is Jesus Christ is not condemned, says the one and only true and living God's word. But he that believeth not on Jesus Christ as the Lord and only Savior And way of escape from the wrath of God That is soon to be poured out upon all these people Who are not afraid of the terrorists Those who do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ Are condemned already Says the one and only true and living God And here's the reason why He even gives them the answer Because He has not believed In the name of the only Begotten Son Of God Who is Jesus Christ my friends And last, but in no way least, Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, speaks of that great white throne final judgment day of God that I was telling you about earlier. Where it is said by John the Revelator, beginning in verse 11, And I, John said, saw in a vision, my friends, he already saw it before it came to pass. The Lord gave it to him then on the isle of Patmos. John says, I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. Not the heaven and the earth. Those are inanimate objects. But for the people that Reside on the earth. There was found no place for them. And they're in reserve for the judgment day, my friends, that doesn't even come until the thousand year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ has taken place. Because there's going to be more to add to it even after the thousand year reign. Because at the end of the thousand year reign, the Lord goes back to being who he is every day, and that is one who will give you your free will to make a choice. You're either going to love the the freedom and the, the peace that you've uh, uh, received, whoever those elect people are. If you're on this side of the rapture now, you need to be ready to go because uh, we're going in the rapture. If you If you know to be ready on this side of the rapture and you're not ready on this side of the rapture... Uh, and you find yourself on the other side of the rapture, all I can say is you're going to be the first person in line for the mark of the beast because you are doomed. This is the day of salvation that the Lord Jesus Christ laid his life down for, for us. On the other side of the rapture is for those God selects at that time who did not know that Jesus Christ on this side of the rapture was the only way to eternal life. And therefore, they're going to have to lay down their lives when ISIS and Al-Qaeda come and say, renounce the Jesus Christ or we will blow you away. And it won't matter if you renounce him or not. They're still going to blow you away. But the problem will be is if you did renounce the Lord Jesus Christ after you received him on the other side of the rapture, you will be at the great white throne day of judgment because the Lord will reject you along with those who are already on the other side of the rapture, who are rejected and only waiting for the great white throne judgment day of God. So there was was found no place for these people, John says, in this vision from God. And he says, I saw the dead, small and great. He means spiritually dead, aside from just being those who died, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. Do you realize that if you're ready to go in the rapture, the only person you ever have to stand in front of is Jesus Christ, and, and it's not even like this. You, you won't even be able to raise up off the earth if you're not ready to go. If you're not saved and walking in a, a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and that is in good standing, you won't even know that he's come and gone, my friends, until it's way too late. John said, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books, with an S on it, you know, like volumes and volumes and volumes and volumes of books, were opened. But check out this clue. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, the volumes. And my friends, they were judged according to their works, the scripture says. Not the work that Jesus Christ did upon the cross, because they chose death instead of eternal life through the blood of Jesus Christ. Verse 13 says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. Because every false religion is based on you doing works because they have no son who paid the price and is living, breathing at this hour, waiting to return for you, to bring you to the gates of eternal life. Verse 14 says, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And this is what we've been talking about. Because these people have all died from the earth. They've waited a 1,000 years after the millennial kingdom reign. That's a 1,000 years. So after the 1,000-year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ, then all who ever rejected the Lord Jesus Christ during the time of this entire world will die the second death, which is to be forever cut off from God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And i got to move on. i got to be really quick about this. Verse 15 says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. My friends, time is growing shorter and shorter at every tick of the clock. The Lord God in his word tells us that today is the day of salvation. For tomorrow may be too late for you. If today, my friends, you feel God's Holy Spirit nudging you in your spirit, to make a commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the only Savior of all mankind, who will receive him. Here's what the Lord God has to say about a personal relationship with his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, and is found in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, where Paul says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, I like to say right living in Jesus Christ, and with the mouth the word of God says, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, Shall be saved i'm going to pray quickly for you in this last 30 seconds dear lord god I pray that the words that have gone out permeated with the power and anointing of your holy spirit Penetrate the hearts and souls of your people lord not one will fall away that has been prepared and ordained at this time to receive The lord jesus christ as their savior and I pray lord that they will either call me And 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 I will walk the prayer with you or you will get with someone who knows it But today, Lord, I know that you are able to save every soul that is here within the asking. And Lord, I know that Jesus is waiting, and the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit is ready to give it freely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And with that said, my friends, it's a wrap.
0: For your sake. Join Streams in the Desert live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on DoubleWideNetwork.com, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily located on the network.com Streams in the Desert Live landing page. Until next week. Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?